Hello, and welcome to Wildly Basic West. Here's the deal. Your 20s can feel lonely and confusing, and when you're a recovering alcoholic, they can feel even scarier. Join me, Elizabeth, to navigate my very own shit show rodeo as we talk all things sobriety, wellness, relationships, mental health, and so much more. Because at the end of the day, none of us should ever have to take this journey alone. I'm so glad you're here. Hi friends, it's been a minute since I've sat down in front of the mic and recorded and a lot's been going on. I'm just going to come out of the gate and say it. I I feel like a huge fraud right now. I feel like a fraud sitting here and talking to you. I feel like a fraud for having my social media platforms, for having my podcast because I have been struggling so much with my own sobriety lately that making content about it feels kind of insane. And I want to be really clear that everything I share, as I always mention, is completely anecdotal to my own experience and should not be misconstrued for any real professional advice. So here's the deal, right? I haven't picked up a drink. I haven't had a drink in eight months, which is great. Awesome. That is, you know, core tenant of sobriety is not to drink. (laughs) But what I have done is I have relapsed emotionally multiple times. I am someone who subscribes to the school of thought that you have both physical sobriety and emotional sobriety. And while I've maintained that physical component, the emotional part has been an absolute nightmare freak show lately. I think there are a few different reasons for that, but one of the core reasons is what I've talked about before on here, which is I have really been struggling with my obsession with perfection and trying to make everything perfect and do everything perfectly. And I was talking to one of my friends about it today, and it's so funny because I think oftentimes when people say like, oh, I'm a perfectionist, it almost sounds like they're trying to humble brag. And that's absolutely not what I'm trying to do because when I say I'm a perfectionist, it means that I have unrealistic, tyrannical standards for not only myself, but everybody else in my life. And to me, perfectionism doesn't mean that I'm like doing everything to a really high level. Instead, it means that I'm sitting in the state of just being perpetually disappointed by everything, everything I do, everything other people do. And I feel like I'm always believing that the next thing is going to be what makes me happy and fixes things and finally makes things feel like just right. So yeah, it's not perfectionism in like a I have straight A's kind of way. It's perfectionism in like, oh, my entire life feels kind of like a dumpster fire right now. And this weekend, things definitely came to a head. And you know what? I live to air my dirty laundry. So we'll just get into it in the hopes that this can hopefully help somebody else. So as I mentioned, this whole perfectionism thing doesn't just affect me as an individual. It affects all the people around me. And most specifically, it affects people that I'm in a romantic relationship with. I can say with honesty and assuredness that the biggest obstacle that has stemmed from me in all of my adult romantic relationships is the fact that I am unable to stop critiquing and nitpicking at people. I pick people apart. I make them feel small. And if they do something that I don't like, I make damn sure that they know it. And the thing is, it's not a reflection of them or what they do or don't do. It's a reflection of my own unsettled insides, right? It it has everything to do with my own relationship with self and my own like disappointments or shortcomings or anxieties about the way that I show up in the world and the way I show up in relationships. This weekend, my partner, God bless him, did like, I, I don't, I couldn't even tell you like what the things were. They just apparently piled up in my mind and exploded in this 
truly catastrophic way. And it was a total out of body experience. I can only describe it as literally seeing red. And it wasn't like an anger thing necessarily. It was more so that I just felt like I lost all control over my emotions. And I literally had to step back and be like, bitch, did you, did you drink today? And like, not remember it or just not realize that you were drinking alcohol because that's how I felt. It put me back in the place that I was in every time that I was drinking, every time that I would pick fights and freak out when I was drunk at my partner, that that is where I was. I was brought back to that place. And I think honestly, the most terrifying part of it all is that I wanted to believe that when I stopped drinking and when I got physically sober, it meant that I could just leave my past self behind. It basically meant that I could like shut the door on all the shitty things that I did and the ways that I acted when I was drinking. But the really difficult thing for me to sit with right now is knowing that I am still capable of all of those behaviors, even when I don't have a single sip of alcohol. And it was a huge wake up call for me that I have not been putting enough effort into my emotional sobriety and into working on my character defects and my imperfections. And instead I've kind of been just projecting all of this internal discontent onto the people around me and using that as an excuse to not continue to do the deep work and sit with the hard feelings. Because now that I don't have the option to escape with a drink, every time something emotional comes up for me, I'm trying to figure out ways to like numb it out or shut down that have nothing to do with alcohol. And truly, I'm so thankful for my partner. He has the patience of Job and he knows me better than anybody. And so I, when I can't see those bits of perfectionism coming out, like all of those nasty little dark bits that just want to dig their claws and rip other people apart, he's able to point it out for me and help me look at it more from like an outsider's perspective, if that makes sense. Because I'm so in my head. I'm in my head every single day. I have a million things going on and I get so exhausted by my own thoughts in this whole loop that's just constantly going through my head that I'm not able to step outside myself and have the objectivity to take situations as they are and for what they are without getting deeply, not only like emotionally invested, but just emotionally exasperated over. And so, yeah, I think this weekend really just got to the core of what's been going on. And it is my own difficulty with accepting that just because I stopped drinking doesn't mean that I left all of the behaviors that drinking brought out of me in the past. I'm still an addict and I'm still an alcoholic. And alcoholism is so much more than just an addiction and a mental obsession with alcohol. And that's something I'm still figuring out and I'm still learning like all of the different qualities that I have and different ways I just like relate and react in the world and like understanding how those are tied to my alcoholism. But, you know, drinking is literally just the tip of the iceberg. And when I got sober, I wasn't under the impression that sobriety was just like going to automatically fix everything in my life. But I think now reflecting on it, there's a large part of me that thought sobriety meant that I was just going to automatically move through the world in like this very enlightened and like admirable way. And I was always going to take the high road. And that just isn't the case. So yeah, I'm not drinking alcohol, but I'm also not moving through the world as like a truly sober person. I'm moving through the world as a dry drunk right now because I'm not working on getting to the heart of my shit. I'm resisting and feeling so angry that there are these dark parts of me that I'm not able to form a relationship with this like dark part of me, bring her in, love her up and get her to see the light. 
And I know that sounds like so cheesy and woo woo, but I truly believe that's what's happening right now. I believe that I am, am just like so ashamed that I'm hiding and I can't hide for that long. Like the shame and everything at the root of it is just bubbling up and it's manifesting and it's showing up in these really toxic, dangerous ways. And I'm not able to control it because I'm not willing to even entertain a relationship with it. I'm not able to look it in the eyes and I'm not able to say like, Hey bitch, like we got to figure this out. We got to figure out how the two of us can coexist and how I can teach you and I can love you and I can parent you into feeling like you are safe and you are loved and that you don't you don't need to react to the world like this any longer. So what am I trying to say with all this? First of all, great question. Um, answer to that is I have no idea. <laughs> I think there's not necessarily like a thesis or some sort of like thought that I'm trying to present you with in this episode. I think mainly the heart of what I'm trying to get to is like sobriety is really hard and I was trying to think of like a good analogy and this is a really shitty analogy, so bear with me, but I, I kind of imagine like all of my problems are sitting in a bucket and it's not like I just get to pick and choose which problems I want to pull out of the bucket and deal with and I can just like leave the rest in there and let them sit in the dark and never touch them. Sobriety is really like you can't leave any stone unturned. And I think that's the really challenging part. Like, yes, also you can't numb anything out. You have to sit with your feelings. Like you can't give in to like the one impulse your brain has, which is to drink. All of that stuff is challenging. But the real difficulty is knowing that like if you don't deal with certain problems because they seem too big or too scary or too like traumatizing, that's where the alcohol is going to sneak back in. That's where like the alcoholic relapses, right? It's it's in the things that we are ignoring and we're trying not to face. And so that's where I'm sitting right now. I think I'm being confronted with the darkest parts of myself that I wanted to believe like, oh, these are just going to go away when I stop drinking. And now I am having to accept that like they are still a part of me and they're still a part of me because I was under the false impression that they were just going to go away on their own and they're not. So I need to begin to dig into doing the good and deep work to fix them and make peace with them and make sure that like, I don't know if they are a part of me, they're not a part of me that takes over and kind of overrides everything else inside of me. And so on top of all of this, I know I also need to meet myself with a lot of grace right now and talk to myself like a friend, like a loving, caring friend, because I know how my brain works and how my brain works is right now I feel like I have failed. Yes, again, I am physically sober, but I am not emotionally sober. And so that makes me feel like, oh shit, my program that I've built and the program I've been working has not been good enough. I have not been doing deep enough work. I have not been doing work consistently enough. I'm a bad person. I'm a failure. And therefore I need to build something perfect to like overcompensate for all of this shit that I've kind of been like sitting and swimming in for the past few months. And that's not going to work because that's just duplicating the cycle that I'm stuck in right now. And so really what I need to do is just be really honest and also be really gentle with myself because the honesty is going to hurt. It's not fun to look at these parts of ourselves that we would much rather like put on a shelf and ignore and pretend that we can just leave behind and not deal with and like maybe it'll go away. No, I have to be really gentle with myself and I have to be able to forgive my former self too because if I don't forgive her, then she's going to go into the future with me and she's going to get so much worse, which 
none of us want to see that right now. No one needs that energy. I am doing like, I don't want this to sound like I'm not doing well. Like I am doing as well as I think one could like, this is the first year of sobriety. I think this stuff is all normal. All my friends I've talked to, like all of my mentors in sobriety have all been like, yeah, this is like, your brain is literally rewiring right now. You're trying to relearn how to do life and everything that you've been pushing down for the last decade is coming out all at once. And it's not like you have like some sort of, you know, plug that you can just put in and push it all down. Like it's going to come out. And so you have to provide yourself with some grace to deal with it in like the manner that you can. I don't have all the tools in my toolbox right now. Like I only have eight months of sobriety. So I just, I have so much to learn and I really have to lean into being like a student of life and being willing to not get it right every single time. There's not a destination in sobriety. And I think that's another thing that feels really overwhelming to me at times and is why I try to focus on only taking 24 hours at a time, right? Because I don't want a future trip on things. But like, yeah, this is not just something I'm doing for fun. This is something I have to do because I'm an addict and I will literally die from this disease if I don't stay sober. And that includes emotional sobriety as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Elizabeth and the podcast is at Wildly Basic West. New episodes are released Tuesdays and Thursdays. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we will chat soon. If you enjoyed